0: Go! Welcome back, my friends, to the podcast that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside. Come inside. You know, I know. We we let's just do. Let's it do here. this. Know, let's go. Let's go. All right, this is our widow's episode. We're going to talk about that film and some
1: uh, movie news. I don't really want to read this whole fucking thing. I can just read it quickly. Don't read the whole thing. Just cut okay. to the chase. <laughs>
0: Ron Burgundy. <laughs> Goddamn, there's a huge cast of motherfuckers in this movie, dude. All right. Uh, Harry Rawlings, a renowned thief. You're, you're going to read the whole thing,
1: aren't you? I mean, you y- are going to read the whole I'm thing. <laughs> I'm going to try to. Don't. just. Get, <laughs> I want to get through this. We don't have to. All
0: right. Harry Rawlings, a renowned thief, is killed alongside his partners. Just stop. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Harry, Harry Rawlings, a renowned thief, is killed alongside his partners during a botched robbery. And his widow is threatened by a crown. I just skipped over all their fucking names. You know, I didn't.
1: Uh, I, I, this is what you do. Liam Neeson plays Harry Rawlings, who is a renowned thief. He, he is killed in, a, in, in, a, in an industrial accident or whatever, right? A botched robbery. Botched robbery. His wife, Veronica, discovers his notebook, which contains a detailed plan for a heist worth $5 million. But she's in debt to some mob, right? We'll go from there. Boom. We're done now.
0: Sure. That that, (laughs) I guess that's
1: how we break down the movie. All right.
0: Um, Yeah, he owes money. They all owe money. Right. Cue the title.
1: Yeah, and and you have you have four widows, which is you have uh, Veronica, Alice, Amanda, and Carrie Coon's character. uh, Carrie Coon's, which really doesn't count. Linda. Yeah, they only show her like three times in the entire film. Yeah. Um, And then you have you have the the weird twist. But um, what did you think of the movie? Um,
0: one of the best of the year. It was very entertaining, um, very well done, well acted, well shot. Um, it, um, the movie makes you think, you know, uh, because it's got, you know, it it brings up, uh, I don't, for lack of a better word, controversial subjects, you know, when it comes to race relations and things like that. Okay. And also the haves and the have nots. (laughs) Right. Things like that. And. And and also shit about trust. I mean, you know. Oh, and then of course I, I love I, I love the fact that John Bernthal shows up for a cameo in another goddamn movie. <laughs> I, I leaned over to you and I said, "Watch, he's going to be die. in two fucking scenes, right?" <laughs> and he was in two goddamn scenes. It, God, he's just like he's just the perennial cameo guy now, man. Which is great. I mean, it's great to still see him and stuff. But goddamn, give him some give him some meat. I,
1: really- you know I uh the guy that plays uh, Jamal. Uh, Brian Tyree Henry. Okay, yeah, the, the the boss. Yeah, he's the crime boss and yeah. politician. I liked him as a, he's a good actor, man. Yeah, he yeah.
0: liked that stare down shit he was doing, like when he walked into her apartment. Yeah, right, and he just he's being all nice. Yeah, he's like being respectful, but at the same time, he he could switch instantly to being a f- piece of shit. And he's like, I haven't read that book yet. Yeah, you know. So yeah, there's a, every character's got a personality to them, which I really like. I I don't like one note characters. You know everybody had something to deliver to this film, you know yeah. and and you notice that everyone that didn't had a very small part, and they were in and out quickly, like Carrie Coon's husband, who died at the beginning, right. yeah, he didn't have shit to do. He just when they showed his um his uh past his uh what do they call it uh flashback when they show his flashback he they, he he said like two fucking lines to his wife and then he was out the door, and that was it, and then he's dead, yeah Jimmy. Right? It's like it didn't even fucking matter with that guy. Yeah. You uh, know? Co- Coburn Goss as Jimmy Nunn, but I, you know, I love the, the the huge cast, man. Like Jackie Weaver as um as as Elizabeth DeBicki's mom. Uh-huh. I mean, she's only in like two scenes. Abusive mom. Oh god, she reminded me of like one of those like mob boss wives, you know, um, just a hard ass, you know, like life's life's a bitch, and then uh, then you ask for seconds, kind of you know, lady, right? right. Yeah,
1: and. uh yeah. I mean, God, you, you need to be pretty so some some man can some rich man can marry you. Yeah, you know, old school type shit. Yeah, pretty much, man. I and mean,
0: you know, I, just everybody. I mean, Daniel Kaluuya of uh, as a uh, as uh, this, you know, the brother of uh, yeah. of Tyrese.
1: Not, I'm not a fan of his when he does movies like this uh-huh. when he plays characters like this. Okay, because it doesn't. It doesn't feel authentic in some cases. Okay, like when he's doing that stare down and walking around somebody. is yeah. the, the the rap scene, right? Where yeah. he's, he's in the church, which I knew it was going to happen. Yeah. I, it was it it was it that felt forced. It didn't feel it didn't feel authentic. I guess in a, in a sense it, it didn't it didn't feel part of the character. You know what I'm saying? Huh. Um, okay. Like he's he's supposed to be this badass, but you know when he's when he's fronting, <laughs> you want to call it that. <laughs> You know he's around his little thuggy buddies and yeah. shit like that, and he's trying to and he's trying to act bigger than he is. I guess that's really what they were trying to get across is that he's trying to act tougher than he really is when he's because he's surrounded by his his homies, yeah, or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> and then you know, uh, and then he kills him. It's just like I mean the scene could play out a little bit better, mm-hmm. I think, instead of doing this whole rotating around the around the rapper dude and, you know, give him the stare down. Yeah. You know, the, the Charlie Murphy stare. <laughs> that's what I call it. And it, I just, I mean, I guess if that's really my only complaint, I, I have I have another minor complaint about the movie. That's really my only complaint of this movie, is that his, his character in some scenes just didn't feel... Authentic. Huh. Okay. You know, like, um, like w- when he went into, uh, uh, hold on a second. I got to find him. Who was who the driver? Um,
0: oh, yeah. Garrett
1: Dillahunt. Yes. Yeah. Who I like him. Yeah. He's a good actor. Uh, yeah. He plays Bash. That's it. Um, <clears throat> I mean, I would think that even though he's disabled, whatever happened to him, they didn't really go into why, I mean, they, I think they explained a little bit, but they didn't really go into why he was as disabled as he w- is. But I would think that because he's the Rollins family chauffeur, that Liam Neeson's character, uh, Harry, yeah. picked him because he's a badass. Yeah. You know? And well, wasn't he a former cop or some shit like that? I can't remember, but I know that um, from reading the trivia...
0: Which we'll get into <laughs> at the end of this. Um, there, there was like a three-hour version of this film originally. So,
1: so there's a lot of stuff that they they had to cut out of this. So he he or security. Anyways, I know that he had something to do with you know being like a security guard or something like that. But I would think that he would be able to hold his own against in in that fight in his room. Yeah. But he was he, um, I think they were just trying to get across that his disability fucked him up so bad that he just couldn't deal with it anymore. Yeah.
0: Um, When it comes, (coughs) going back to Kaluuya's character, I think uh, the problem I noticed with him was that he's too much of a badass. Like he's too cold. And and the fact that no one would want to be around him if he was like that all the fucking time. I don't care how much money you're making somebody. You're not going to want to be around someone like that where he's just constantly intimidating and scary. Right, It's, it was like, dude, go fucking go take a Xanax or something, man. Go chill
1: the fuck out. It, it well, I mean, if you watch like Goodfellas, uh-huh. like Joe Pesci's character, yeah, it, it gets to that point where they don't want to be around him because he's just fucking insane. Mm-hmm. You know, at first it's great because oh, you know, he's crazy, yeah, because then there's times where you don't know if he's fucking around or not, right? You know, and, and but that's that's the thing It's, oh, that guy's crazy, he's just fucking with you, yeah. And then later on, they're just like I don't want to be around that guy because he's fucking crazy. <laughs>
0: and then he's stabbing you in the throat with a fucking pen. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: And 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 that's 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 the takeaway I get from from doing this. He's a good actor. He really is. He was great in Get Out. Yeah. He really was. And if he had played a character, if he had played it like his character in Get Out, yeah. You know, um, where where he was just like a smooth, he was a smooth criminal. Yeah. I think that character would have been just fucking phenomenal he was Emily Blunt's uh,
0: friend in uh, Sicario okay as well right you know and uh, I remember he was good in that too you know because he was the one that kept asking questions that no one was asking like what the fuck who was that guy
1: yeah what the fuck is going on <laughs> yeah and and like I said I mean if um, that's my only issue that my only issue with this whole entire movie is yeah. that one scene where it just felt it felt you know weird yeah. like I like the way it started with him reading you know and if he had been just that smooth and and cool throughout the whole scene, and even ended up killing, same deal. Let's yeah. just say that the scene played out the same way, right? It would have made his character much worse. Yeah, meaning a better worse. I mean, it would have made his character a little, a lot more calculating. Yeah, methodical, and yeah. and just just a piece of shit. Yeah, which is supposed to be. I I think they just t- when they take it up a notch and and try to do. Something that's, and I'm all for outside the lines, but when you try to go too far outside the lines, yeah. it just, it doesn't feel, mm. and, and but that's me. I, I just, I mean, maybe maybe Steve McQueen felt that this was the right take. I don't know. You know, know um,
0: who's also really good at the, dead, the cold dead stare is uh, Viola Davis. She is such a good actress that there's moments where she can be completely cold eyed. Dead eyed, uh-huh. and then the next moment she can, you know, make you want to cry. You right. know, she's that good at, at delivering. Um, there was, and uh, oh man, it's um, uh, but I think one of the best acting performances I saw in the entire film, um, came from uh, Colin Farrell Mm-hmm as uh, as the, the son of uh, of uh, Robert Duvall's character, yeah, you know, where he's got to take up the mantle of becoming, you know, whether the a city councilor or whatever. And
1: uh, <laughs> I just had, <laughs> I just ate you want if you want to put it in the uh. In the microwave. <laughs> <laughs> Three days later. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on a second. Oh, yeah, so uh, Colin Farrell.
0: Yeah, Colin Farrell, man. I mean, just the guy. I mean, he, it was weird because at first you think the guy's just a like a you know one of those pieces of shit where he's he just he tells people what they want to hear to get votes, and then behind the scenes he's just this piece of shit. Right. But then all of a sudden but you y- see that there's and layers. That's what he's doing. Him. Yeah, and he's playing the game that his father taught him to play. But you also see that. He's this newer generation where he doesn't he doesn't see these he doesn't see uh, people the way that his father does and he's tired of playing the game he doesn't like it he he doesn't even, it's like he's doing it because he's supposed to right but he doesn't want to well Duvall was great in this movie too he was I mean you know when you got a character that can you know uh, get you know just get blatant with his shit you know what surprised me about how racist his character was is like wait a minute. You fucking live in Chicago. You've been working in Chicago your entire life, and you still have that attitude towards mm-hmm. black people.
1: Yep. <laughs> it's
0: like, okay, I think you're in the wrong city, dude. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I honestly feel that uh, overall this movie is excellent. Yeah. Um, every we got performances out of every Michelle Rodriguez playing the mom. Yeah. Um,
0: no one like oh grandstanded in this film. You know, Liam Neeson didn't grandstand. Um. Nobody did. It, everyone just, like, just delivered what they needed to deliver and, and it just kept going, man.
1: I, Who was the girl um, she was in? Uh, oh, the, 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 yeah, El the El Royale. El
0: Royale, that's Cynthia Erivo. Yeah.
1: She, even she was great. Yeah, she was good. Know? And, um, I like it when she jogs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's, uh, everybody had a role to play yeah. and nobody stepped on anybody else's toes. Yeah. And when you get when you get to that point where you have an entire cast, I mean, even Liam Neeson, and Liam Neeson doesn't step on anyone's toes for the most part. When you, when you have a cast like this that works so well together, it's like a blanket, you know, like a like yeah. cross stitch bl- blanket mm-hmm. that, that it, it feels good when you, when you, you know, yeah. it, like when you put it over and it's cold yeah. and you, and you're not cold anymore. Yeah. That's how tightly woven this cast is. And
0: then is. all the, those flashbacks, you know, of him and, you know, of, uh, of Neeson and, and Davis in bed together and stuff, all the intimacy, uh-huh. it kind of it fed into, you know, you understanding what she's going through after losing him like right. that, you know? And, you know, there was um, something I read where it said that there was... Um, a lot of subtle um, racial stuff as well, like the fact that, you know, she's with a white guy, and, like, every scene that sh- they show her with him, everything's white. Like, her whole apartment's white, her dog's white, uh-huh. her sheets are all white. Right. Everything, you know. And it's supposed to be, you know, like, it, it, she's in this other kind
1: of world thing, you know. It, huh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, that's yeah. very telling.
0: And... Um, and the director Steve McQueen, um, who also he uh, he won the Oscar for Best Director for Twelve Years a Slave. Right, not not that Steve McQueen. Yeah, yeah, the, um, the that the, one's the, dead. Yeah, the English uh, director. Yeah, um, the new Steve McQueen. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I know he should have put like a middle initial in there or something, like Stephen R McQueen or whatever his middle name is. You know, just to just to throw you know, because yeah, every time I see Steve McQueen, of course I'm going to go back to Bullet or something, right? Right. So. Uh, but yeah, I mean, th- this movie has a lot of good visuals as well. Um, uh, oh god, the part where she goes into the dog shop—you know—to drop her dog off, and and the, just the angle of the camera, and and yeah, just beautifully shot film. And uh, and every character had something, man. I, yeah. you know, I like. Uh, and then no one—it didn't feel like this movie was doing like a girl power thing. It was just showing people surviving,
1: you know. Yeah, this is, um, and, I, and I was thinking about this when. When you, when, when you believe the media, <laughs> so the, it's this whole thing of, you know, women in film and there's not a lot of strong women, female characters and blah, blah, blah. And I started thinking about it. I'm like, that's a lot of horseshit. And I'm not the only one that thinks this way. I'm, there, there are other better critics than me, uh, and you, <laughs> <laughs> us <laughs> that have said, <laughs> pretty Sometimes much I feel like you don't have any respect for me, Mike. <laughs> um, the, there, are, there are much better people uh, that do this, yeah. who has been doing it longer, that's why, um, that wholeheartedly disagree with, with. well, okay, well, let's just go with the Valley of the Dolls, um, uh, House with a Thousand Corpses, Star Wars, any of the Star Wars movies, Yeah, uh, Indiana Jones, any of the Indiana Jones movies, uh, Jurassic Park, um, and I'm not just picking out Lucas and Spielberg, but let's go into Rocky. You know, Natalia Shire. Let's go into um, uh, Rosemary's Baby, Damien Omen. Let's. I mean, we can we can hit a whole bunch of movies. Yeah,
0: I I, th- I think though the 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 thing is is that usually though the majority of the characters and even films like those are mostly male. It doesn't matter if they're spotlight. male. We're
1: talking about strong strong written female characters uh-huh. and female characters with leads. You know, Betty Davis. Uh, uh, the, the Girl from Breakfast at Tiffany's You know
0: what overshadows it In a lot of ways Is the shitty, ver- shittier versions Where Venom, for example with, Right With Michelle Williams right. Being completely wasted As the love interest Right You know, and films like that You know, where it's just
1: all oh, the wifey role
0: You know, and it's just like God, dude, come on get.
1: Yeah, and even then I mean, there's, there's minimal scenes Where she's kind of in charge But she's not Like when she's the female Venom Yeah You know but, um, but for the most part, like, if you go through, like, the entire history of film, you're going to see a lot more stronger female, developed female characters mm. starting in the 40s and the 50s and stuff like that. And then moving on, you know, we take shocker theater out of it. Even the Hammer films have strong women in them, you know. Not all of them are, you know, the, the faint away dead, oh, Dracula, yeah. oh, you know. and. And this movie is just another one that has, in 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 most in a lot of senses, uh, one of the one of the best written movies um, of the year. Uh, when it comes to dealing with four women that have lost their husbands and have to pick up the slack, yeah, and how they're each dealing with it. Like Viola Davis isn't dealing with it well, but Michelle Rodriguez. Is learning how to take control of things, and Elizabeth DeBicki is also learning how to get her life in order yeah, after having after li- living an abusive and subservient life, and not
0: turning into her mother.
1: Yeah, and then you have Cynthia Arrivo who has who has a kid, you know. Yeah, and she she's doing everything she can to make money so that they can get out of where they're at. So you have different levels.
0: Yeah, she leaves her kids to go take care of someone else's kids, which yeah. has
1: got to suck. Yeah, and you have different levels of of these um, people uh, trying to figure their way out. Yeah. You know, some of them have it together, some of them don't. Yeah, you know, like in in the case of Viola Davis, she thought she had it together, but she doesn't.
0: No, it seemed like the more the film progressed along, the less shit she, the less
1: control she was get, having. You know, yeah. But Michelle Rodriguez is getting that control. Yeah, you know, she. So the it, it when one person has this weakness, the other one steps up, right? Yeah. You know, it's a vacuum fill, and that's that's what I got out of it. Uh, especially when you have Elizabeth Debicki, who at the end of the film, you know, is is. A, a stronger, and more independent woman. It doesn't necessarily mean that she's completely free, you know. But yeah. she's in a better spot, yes, than she was. And same with the Cynthia Ariva person. Yeah, you know, uh, Bell is what her character. And then Colin Farrell, is, uh, you know, is is he in a better spot than he was after he wins? Yeah, <laughs> you know.
0: And then I, uh, you know, I, I the big question, of course, at the end was what happened with Tyree Henry's character. You know, did he did she pay him off? What you know. They never showed her, you know, pay the money that she owed, if she did or
1: not. You know, the five, the, what was it, the $2 million that, that, that she owed him. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Well, no, because he was indicted, basically. Uh huh. Um, He was, there was a radio, there was a thing on the radio about um, how, because they left the, the handgun that she had. Yeah. She, when she put it on to the, the person. That was his handgun, or his or his brother's handgun. Okay, and so y- basically he was in, he was uh, so in she didn't have to pay his ass, right?
0: Um, and I, I like how the movie doesn't doesn't end with a shootout. The movie starts with a shootout, which is really cool how they do it because it just gets it all out of the way, right? Right from the get go, the, all the all the husbands dying. but it doesn't end. You know, it doesn't end with a shootout with Kaluya's character. Instead, they just team up and fuck him up, well, you know, wreck his car,
1: right? Right, and then. Um, and well, not they don't wreck his car. He wrecked it himself. He, you know, he, he he just he wasn't paying attention. Yeah, they they rammed his ass. <laughs> fucking, he hit a <laughs> hit a hitter, hit the center divider. Yeah, and uh, and
0: so uh, and then uh, and and yeah, it just the way you know the way it ends, man.
1: It doesn't. Um, it, well, you it's, still it's, had a shootout, but it was more personal with Lee and Neeson and Viola Davis.
0: Yeah, but it wasn't. You know, I, it it could have been cheesy, you know, or over the y shit and. And I like how, even though I, I half predicted the, um, you know, the reveal that he didn't die, that Liam Neeson's character didn't die at the beginning, he he set it all up. It was still delivered in a way that fit with the film. You know, it wasn't it wasn't this big, you know reveal like don't do don't remember me you know kind of shit right <laughs> instead it was like okay i could see that because it was a cool reveal you know the dog starts freaking out at the door and his flask is sitting there on the table and you're like at first i was confused like why is oh <laughs> that's you know like okay okay i get it i get it and then because her reaction her reaction is what told me that he was in that room because at first i just thought that carrie coon had his stuff like maybe she had you know for some reason she had a stuff but i didn't know why and, but her her getting upset and just walking out of that apartment told me that he was in that fucking room that was
1: yeah well and that's and the other thing is is that when he's sitting in that room it didn't it didn't look real uh-uh. it, it looked like it was a, um oh, okay. a, like green screen effect you could yeah you know what you could be right like it was
0: last minute type of thing yeah it could be um but yeah, overall, I mean, this is this is a really good movie, and uh, I'm glad we saw it. I'm glad that th- we had a we had a down week to go see this one because you know I'm glad there wasn't some big budget movie to come out because sometimes movies like this is a good change up. You know, when yeah. you see a really good drama. And what do you give this movie? I would probably give this movie. Um, I, I'm going between a seven and a half and an eight. Okay,
1: I'm right there with you. Um, I'm I'm more I'm on more on the eight side than anything else. Yeah, um, I I enjoyed this movie. I think it's as good as anything that's been released this year.
0: I think the, yeah, I think the only thing holding me back from giving it a better rating is this is one of those films that, you know, would be even better if it was, there was more time for everyone to have a little more, um, more in the film. I know. um, Sure. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, a little, uh, got a, uh, got a few trivias here for it. Um, So according to Steve McQueen, the director, of course, uh, Colin Farrell and Robert Duvall improvised many of their scenes together. Um, Composer Hans Zimmer, or Hans, uh, worked briefly on the original Widows, the 1983 TV series, as an assistant to the show's composer, Stanley Myers. Which, yeah, there you go. There's another one of the trivias. This was originally a British TV series. Right. Um, According to the director, the first cut of the film was closer to being three hours long. Uh, Tanera Marshall coached the actors on their Chicago accent. She collected samples to avoid stereotypes and left the choice to the director and actors to evaluate what best fit the characters. She then worked with each actor individually to refine their pronunciation. Uh, To uh, co-write the screenplay, Steve McQueen turned to Gillian Flynn... Is it Jillian or Gillian? I don't know. Uh, I'll say Jillian. just say Jillian. Jillian Flynn, author of several hit novels, some of which were adapted to film and television, such as Gone Girl, Dark Places, and Sharp Objects. She was immediately seduced by the project, as much for the place given to women as for Chicago, which serves as a backdrop for the film. And lastly, Olivia the Dog had her own trailer on the set. Huh. <laughs>
1: she was a special girl. Special.
0: <laughs> All right. That dog stood out so fucking much, man. Every, she, every scene that she they showed her, she had that fucking dog with her. Uh, all right. So uh, yeah. All right. So yeah. Definitely, uh, I would check out *Widows*. Uh, that's a movie that that deserves more money than *Widow* or than uh, *Venom*. <laughs> so uh, all right, uh, we saw the Avengers trailer, and uh, that uh, I mean, you know, it's a nice little teaser, you know, because fuck, we're only four months away, right? Yep. So. Getting a little spoiled, man. These movies are coming out so quickly and shit. So, um, when I my my impressions first seeing it is that they they, they give away very little. Um, the only thing it seemed to to indicate to me was that it showed that Scott Lang gets out of the uh, out of the uh, the quantum realm uh, after he got stuck in it at the end of uh, Ant Man and Wasp. So, um, other than that, I didn't I didn't notice anything, and I haven't read anything about the 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 trailer at all. So, that's just what I caught.
1: Was that, you know, everyone thought that he was dead and now all of a sudden. That's supposedly him in the past. Okay. So when he shows up and he's waving yeah. and they're not paying attention to him, they don't know who that is. Okay. Okay. I got you.
0: And so they, 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 okay, it's like they make you think it's one thing and it's not.
1: Right. Okay. I got you. That's cool. That's 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 what they think it's going on. Um, Here we go. Stranger. I forgot. Stranger Things Season 3 release date. They did a teaser trailer. Yeah, they just showed the titles of each episode. Which is what they've been doing for the past two seasons. Yeah. So that's pretty good. So um, let's see here. So there's Scott. So that's them. And these are all the people that have died.
0: Yeah, that's Black Panther's sister. Right. And it says that she's... um, Actually, it said, um, well, either presumed dead or missing.
1: Yeah, it's a it's a screenplay. It's a screen display portraits of the missing Scott, who met a less than favorable fate at, in the post credits of Ant Man and the Wasp. Is shown next to the portrait. We didn't actually see what happened to Shuri at the end of Infinity War, but it, it's she's missing. Um, upset Thor. <laughs> uh, upset Ronan. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Hawkeye. He's not. Well, he may be Ronan. I don't know why they're doing the Ronan thing now, but that's fine. Whatever. And Because
0: supposedly his whole family died. I, I I don't know. I don't even know. What, you know. I don't even know anything about Ronan, so I'm not even gonna say anything.
1: And then uh, Captain America and
0: uh, yeah, I noticed. You know, right after they showed him, look at her picture inside the compass. Um, that um, then they talked about you know doing this, which kind of indicates maybe they they're going back in time. You know, to and you know, I'm wondering if he's gonna try to save Peggy Carter or something. Or do something differently. Why would they
1: go back in time that far?
0: I don't know. That doesn't make any sense. Well, the fact that they showed her, though, it, you know, it's kind of like like little little clues or hints or something.
1: Yeah. So at the end of the trailer, Scott shows up at the Avengers compound, asking him to be buzzed in. How exactly did he manage to get himself out of the quantum room? But as he's standing there, you know, I mean, it doesn't really look like it's the Avengers compound. It looks like something else. Uh-huh. And he's at a he's at a that's a fence. That's what it looks like. It's a gate. And he's driving like a 1980s van.
0: Okay. It's possible.
1: So. But uh, it could also be the van that they had in, in Ant-Man. But my guess is that because that, it looked newer. Yeah. Uh, at least from that shot is that that's how they got the. That's how they ended up getting the van anyways. Yep. And that he he, they didn't recognize him. But I could be wrong. But that's the, that's the. Yeah,
0: I, I look. I don't. I don't expect. I don't expect the full-on uh, Avengers trailer to reveal too much. Um, you know anything like obvious until uh, closer to when uh, Captain Marvel comes out, which you know we're only three months away from Captain Marvel. So, and then you know, of course, Tony's not going to die there because they wouldn't show it if they w- if he was right. So,
1: Hawkeye, uh, oh Shuri, and the snap. Cameos. Lewis's van lives. Um, anyways, and if you if you watch the beginning of the trailer where you know the A was all apart uh-huh. and all the dust was coming coalescing together, that's part of it too, as it all comes together. Yeah. So, um, anyways, I I I'm looking forward to it. Uh, you know, who now, isn't? do
0: you have any predictions for for the film? Like any like, uh, like big reveals
1: or surprises? Um, we all want the X-Men to happen. <laughs> yeah, or Deadpool to pop in. But it ain't going to happen. <laughs> uh, it's, it's not official. It's still really not official yet. Yeah. And they can't do anything with the characters until like after January. Yeah. So um, there was rumors that they had uh, set everything just in case they were able to get the whole deal done. There are rumors that they were going to uh, put in a couple of cameos. Yeah, but I don't believe I don't believe it. I could be wrong. I don't believe that there's going to be anything special. But we'll see in the new trailer, just in case. What if I mean, there, what if there's something after all the end credits? You know, nope. There's not going to be anything because it's it's not it's not officially done yet. So that's why it would take too long to get it done. Ah, uh,
0: well, we'll see.
1: Well, it's it's not a matter of seeing; it's just a business thing. They can't do anything. There is there is no just because Disney bought Fox doesn't mean that it's automatic. They have to get everything done, and everything's not done yet. It wasn't It's not supposed to be done until this January or next January or something. Okay, like that. Well, if
0: the if the makers had any ideas about something, they could still plan stuff <laughs> out. They can't. They can't use the characters. That's fine. At all, you still have an idea. You can still have an idea in your
1: head. You can still
0: write shit down on a piece of paper.
1: Yeah, they did. They've had those plans and ideas for a long time. Mm-hmm. If you've if if you've done any of the if you've checked any of the stuff, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know if you have, but um, uh, the Russo brothers said if we could do it, we're going to do it. But I don't see it for I don't foresee it happening because we, we just don't have access to the characters right now. We're not allowed to. You know, just like the whole Sony thing. So the Sony's going to continue to fuck up everything for Spider-Man <laughs> because they own the rights to most of the Spider-Man characters. Yeah.
0: Um, all right, so uh, and then, uh, <laughs> we got the Godzilla 2 trailer that came out. Godzilla, the
1: King of Monsters. <sighs> Godzilla 2. I'm actually looking f- more forward to this than Avengers 4. Really? Yeah, already, everybody knows what already happens. If you're a comic fan, you already know what happens. Yeah, yeah. Because this is part two is Infinity War. Yeah. If you or if you read the the two p the two part Infinity War comic, yeah, which was the Infinity Gauntlet and Infinity War, yes, we already know how it all ends, yes, you know, and so it's it's not, you know, Marvel's just taking a page out of their own book and they're following along with the script, yeah, and that's what they should be doing, and and, and I and I want I'm going to watch it, but it's this we've already established that, you know. I'm a fan of Marvel. We're going to watch the Marvel movies as long as they continue to be decent. Good.
0: Which monster are you looking the most forward to seeing?
1: King Ghidorah. (laughs) Three-headed fucker. Oh, my God. That trailer was fucking awesome. Long live the king. I got giddy. (laughs) It does look pretty good. Um, I looked better on my phone, though,
0: because it was in HD. When I watched on my big screen, it it wasn't in HD. It was all gritty and grainy and shit. (laughs) Hallo? Uh. Ist jemand da?
1: Rodan?
0: Hört mich jemand?
1: So we're looking at a scene where the oil fields are being destroyed by what looks like hook claws. Looks like crab, like crab legs. Yeah, I. Oh, that's Mothra. Verehrter Senat, wir glauben, dass diese
0: Titanen nur die Spitze des Eis. What? <laughs> yeah. Okay.
1: Let's uh, let's
0: die Americana, die Captain De Um.
1: I wanted to pause it in one of the scenes because I think... What's the name of the turtle? Um,
0: oh, God damn it!
1: I, I can't remember. Does it start with a G? I don't know. Godzilla turtle. <laughs> <Yeah>. Gamera. <laughs> okay. I think Gamera is in it. I think Gamera is in it. Uh... It's like the first one only had the Muto in it, right? And then this one's just going all out. Yeah. It's like people were pissed off. Mm-hmm. Our world is changing. I want Godzilla the trailer The extinction two. we feared Has already begun That's all I want Is this trailer mm-hmm. number fucking 2
0: Keep searching, keep searching, you'll find it
1: Hello?
0: Is anyone there? I'm
1: trying to reach. They cut that part out. Well, she says I'm trying to reach.
0: Yeah. Senators, we believe that these titans are just the tip of the iceberg.
1: All right. That scene that you just saw right there. Yeah, with the mountain raising up Really? That, uh, now, it could be anything, but when I saw that, I'm like, that looks like a turtle back.
0: Okay.
1: And they quickly cut away. Which of these titans are here to protect us? See? That looks like... Is that... I think that's
0: Mothra. With that before its wings spread. Here to protect us?
1: And which of these titans are here to threaten us? See? It was the tail. The spiked tail? Yeah. That tells me that that gamma is in the movie because then it cuts to Ghidorah, and Ghidorah doesn't have a spike tail. I don't think so. Okay, so you'd want at to least make not a Godzilla short one. Our pet. No, we would be his.
0: Fat fucker's always We're taking sure a he's nap. i to be okay. <laughs>
1: for dominance. A rival alpha to Godzilla. You gotta be kidding. That scene right there, where they're running at each other. Yeah.
0: Why can't Pacific Rim do that? Oh, I don't know.
1: <laughs> I don't know. But see, if you if you watch, like the mountain destroy get destroyed, yeah. like I said, it looks like a turtle bag. And then there's the scene where the foot is stomping on on the city. Yeah. And it's got that short spiky tail, like like a dinosaur, yeah. like, uh, like a like a stegosaurus. Yeah. But if you look, you'll notice Rodan doesn't have a tail. Mothra doesn't have a tail. We know what Godzilla's tail looks like. Yeah. And Ghidorah's tail is long like Godzilla's. Gamera is the hidden, is the secret little twist. It's the hidden, you know, surprise. Yeah. Mothra's a
0: good guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Supposedly. Supposedly. <laughs> All right. So um, then uh, I came across the Brightburn trailer, which, you know, it looks very interesting. <sighs> e- you know, evil Superman. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to think of this It's interesting
1: Who am I? You are a gift It's the same I premise. i been difficult for you lately. That you feel different. from Kansas kids? cornfields. Yeah. How could it could be the
0: beginning of Man, of Man of Steel. After your dad and I got married, we prayed for a baby for so long.
1: Ah! Same, same exact setup. Fucking comet. One night.
0: think she's getting up from that
1: this is like the superman red red Sun. yeah yeah <laughs> the new superman prequel looks weird
0: <laughs> you know I, I fuck it man you know instead of just doing constant remakes and, and 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 things i mean doing a different take on on popular shit man maybe that's a, a new way to go with with stuff you know it could be interesting yeah uh, i'm kind of interested to see what happens yeah so um uh and then lastly uh Kevin Hart. I you know the whole Kevin Hart thing getting uh, quitting and getting fired at the same time pretty much for the um the uh, being the Oscar host because of his uh his homophobic uh, remarks from years before. Ugh. Um here's the funny part to me. I remember cuz I have Eddie Murphy radio on my Pandora and Kevin Hart comes on all the time, his little skits and I've heard them and the one where he talks about he's always afraid of his son being gay and all this shit. And he's like, Stop it, that's gay and all that stuff. I when I, I when I heard him say that, I was already like, Oh God, I wonder who's gonna complain about this shit. Everybody. And then it's but look at he so he apologized about it years ago and then people moved on. And then all of a sudden, because he's a fucking
1: Oscar host, now all of a sudden he's gotta be We're 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 not allowed to think what everybody else thinks when they when they have kids. Mm-hmm. Every fucking person on the planet has that same exact thought, you've had it, yeah. my brother's had it, Uh what if he's gay? Well, so what, he's gay, you know? And then part of you goes, well, I don't like that, because that's just a normal human reaction.
0: Well, yeah, for me, it's for two reasons. For one, it was ingrained into me that it was a sin when I was a kid. Right. So I've I've gotten past that for almost completely, but there's still that little little part of me that, you know, it comes up. Right. I think about it, because I'm a human and then the other thing is worrying about the struggle they might go through
1: yeah and know? and and that's that's what it comes down to yeah. is you know, we're we're not allowed to talk about our feelings. You know what we're going through at the time. We're not allowed to be comedians anymore. Yeah, and and say what's on our mind or say what we're thinking. Yeah, certain you know because that's offensive to people. Certain comedians aren't allowing um, people to bring their phones into uh, venues anymore. A lot of a, a lot of uh, musicians aren't allowing that as well. You know, I don't blame them. I really don't. Put it in a bag and you, and then at the end of the show you can do it. Um, some some uh, musicians are are allowing the phones. To be done like the first three songs, yeah, and then you have to put them away. But you know, it is what it is. Look, if you want, I I don't take my phone out during concerts and whatever else. That's me. Mm -hmm. I I don't have a problem with people pulling their phones out. I I used to, but I I looked at it as you know what. It's almost the same as a lighter. You know, enjoy enjoy it. People people want to record. I think it's I think they should be allowed to. But again, the artist feels differently. Yeah, so. You know, who am I to say otherwise? Yeah. I, I just, I it's, um, I don't go to shows with the idea of recording the show. This
0: Kevin Hart thing is just like the James Gunn thing. You know,
1: it's, he's already
0: apologized for it. What the fuck is the problem? Media. Yeah. I, it's a rhetorical question, of course, yeah. but it's just, it's fucking retarded. It's absolutely retarded. Well, oh, oops, oops I said retarded. My bad. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's
1: stupid. And and people people will get offended by it, you know. Some a lot of people will get offended by it. A lot won't. But what it comes down to is, are we do? Are we really that bad off in the society? No. It's just that the 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 amount of information that's getting out there, the amount of information that's available, and the amount of people giving voice to this information yeah. has gotten to the point where, uh, you know. Uh, people just don't give a shit anymore. Yeah. You know, or, or just, or they're getting to the point where they don't give a shit about, about it anymore and it's just like, we don't need your fucking opinion on everything 24 hours a day.
0: You know what? When, when I go out in the public and people just, and I talk to people or whoever it is, neighbors or, or you know, customers at, at my job, no one's on this fucking pedestal. They're not, they're not, this, you know, I'm better than you fucking, you know, um, social justice warrior bullshit. It just seems like it's more pumped into our faces on the media than
1: anything else. Well, there is this, I mean, look, we have YouTube up right now. Yeah. Here it is. Everything wrong with Avengers Infinity War. Yeah. Stupidest things said defending Star Wars The Last Jedi. Uh, let's see. Leon Reno Anchorman 2 Blanker, anchor, no. Um, that's bloopers. Um. Jordan Peterson's most savage comebacks. Uh, just trying to find all the negative ones here. One about on Amy Schumer stealing jokes. Well, she's a joke thief. That's why. Um, this one's in it, this one's good, how Star Wars was saved in the edit. But then again, it goes into, well, Marsha Lucas is the one that saved Star Wars. Marsha Lucas is the blah, blah, blah. George Lucas really had nothing to do with it. Uh. Bullshit. George Lucas loved editing, and he was there... With everybody editing the film. But yeah. that, that's besides the point. Ten big movies that were canceled. Um, movie scenes actors refused to film. Let's see. Um, small details you missed. The death of Marvel of the Marvel Netflix universe. Um, <laughs> that's just funny if you read that real fast. Robert McCall beats off his guys. <laughs> <laughs> he beats off his guys. He beats off his guys. <clears throat> Disturbing movies you won't be able to sit through. Uh, I'm just, like I said, I'm trying to find all the negative ones. Apology about the PewDiePie thing, about the anti-Semitic thing. Yeah. uh, Why Luke Skywalker will dominate Star Wars 9, which we don't even know is going to happen. It'll be a Forest Coast cameo. (laughs) Yeah. Huh. Usually I can find like a 100 million of these, just like negative, negative, negative things about... It doesn't really matter about anything. It's just... But I can't... Of course, I can't find anything <laughs> I now, right? can't find the vitriol when, when, when you want it. But then otherwise, it's always in your face like ads. Yeah, Stalk Trek Online, does it suck? You know, Asmongold is fed up with WoW and ends of stream. Dragon Age 4 is killed Bioware. Um, in, uh, oh, the YouTube Rewind Problem and Kevin Hart Double Standard. Come on. Where is it? Yeah, ask for Jane. Nia has a new trailer up yeah ask for jane so yeah i (sighs) but i I think you get what i'm saying with this whole thing which is when it comes down to like youtube and whatever else it's always it. it, a lot of a lot of the stuff that i see are just these negative videos of you know this sucks that sucks what's wrong with this what's wrong with that why they do they do this you know social justice bullshit aside it's um why? Why is Will Smith a recommended channel for me? Piss off! Uh, Incredibles two. You know what's wrong with Incredibles two? Um, what's wrong with this? What's wrong with that? Kevin Smith sucks. This sucks. That sucks. And and it just gets old. I mean, it gets to the point where why the fuck would I, I I want to even look at your channel if everything is just you know this sucks and that sucks. Yeah. You know. So negative bullshit, man. And and that and apparently that's what sells. Oh Fortnite, that sucks. <laughs> it's it's shit, you know. And I get on my son for that shit, dude. Every time there's something he either doesn't like or doesn't
0: understand, he says it sucks and he starts talking shit about it. I'm like, dude, you don't even fucking know anything about it. Yeah. Stop immediately labeling lab- labeling something as negative it's just because you don't understand
1: it. Yeah. And and that's what's going on right now is um you know, like they're Look, they're
0: uh, making people afraid to speak the truth about what they're feeling makes it, it breeds Content it, it, complacency. It, it breeds um, also um, a hidden, you know, hidden racism and hidden homophobia, hidden this, hidden that. You know, where people, you know, they smile to your face, but behind your, you, know, behind the back, they're calling you the worst names ever, right? Yeah. And all that that's doing is just making people not, you know, if you're too afraid to be honest about anything, you know, it, it, fuck that, man. I, you can you can be honest about shit and still be respectful to everybody, you know. But being such a fucking pussy. Yep. So you know what I I know why the Oscars told him to just apologize and then they can move on with it. And he, he was like, "Fuck that shit." He goes, "I already apologized for it. Why the fuck am I gonna do it again?" You know. Yeah. So I, I I applaud him for standing up. You know. I don't think it should have had to come to that, but whatever, man. You know. It. I'm glad he stood his ground and and you know said fuck it, fuck it. You know and. Yeah, you know, but this is bullshit now. Every time you know everyone's now th- this is this is the precedent is that every time anyone gets signed up for anything, they're going to be overly scrutinized for everything.
1: You know? Okay. Well, then that's
0: them. Oh, they're oh, do oh! Remember in remember in twenty fifteen when this guy ordered fucking ramen noodles and he he made he it doesn't he, he matter did a Chinese voice.
1: It doesn't matter. It's uh-huh. Hollywood. Yeah. So anyway, they they want to be politically correct. Let them do what they need to yeah. do. Well, fuck them. If you want to be successful in Hollywood, play the game. Mm. All right. that tells me everything right there. <laughs> uh,
0: I am not a step and fetch it. It so. doesn't
1: matter if you're a step and fetch it. You want to you if you want to make money in this in this in this in the United States. This is what you got to do. So don't you have to vote for for Hillary too? No, you don't have to do. You you can do whatever you want, Joe. <laughs> but if you want to if you want to make money, play the fucking game.
0: There's a different. There's a there's a way you can play the game and still not be a fucking. Uh, anyway, I that's, you know that we'll say that for compelled or something.
1: Unfortunately, uh, there is in some ways, but unfortunately, most of the times, no, it's not. You can't play the game and and expect uh, expect to do it your way. Except you, except for, except for Clint game. Eastwood, <laughs> he's the rarity though. Well, yeah, but you know that was from fifty years ago, so four, sixty years ago.
0: Oh. All right. Anyway, uh, we gotta go. We got a movie starting in seven minutes. Yep. So. All right. Uh, so go. I, well, I can't see. Go fuck yourselves. Because that. I mean that. That's a Bill Burr thing, right? And yeah, go fuck off.
1: Yeah, okay. Fuck off.